This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker down from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The podcast whisperer, the Cohiba smoker, the 1738 sipper. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And this dame going wild. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief dame, don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, the one man brand, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who they came to see. Not you, Otis. <laughs> you know what? I, before you go in, man, <laughs> just today I had I had an epiphany while I was at work. Okay. You know, I just look at, like, great solo artists. They came, they started with groups. Okay. Teddy Pendergrass started with Her- Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. All right. Aaron Hall. Fucking, uh, God. I was on a roll earlier. Michael Jackson. I'm cut from Naycloth. Bobby Brown. Okay. I'm destined for stardom. Destined for stardom. And I'm going to have to cut you off in order to make it there. Okay. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do sometimes. No, man. you're my nigga. You're my nigga. We're, we're a two-man show. It's a lot of money to be made out here. It is. You know, and I keep taking solo bookings. I, you so. do. You do. <laughs> I don't we, know. We're going to scrap it the next one. I don't know if they came to see you, Otis. <laughs> no, they came to see me. All I need, all I need is Brittany to throw me on one of these Battle of the Sexes, yeah. and I'm going to show up and show the fuck out. All right, but and I'm going to embarrass somebody's mama. You ain't sure to last two. I know I fucked up. I dropped the ball. I be having person, you know. I got kids and shit. Oh, okay. Welcome but back. I, but I supported you in spirit. Welcome back, Shop Talk <laughs> Podcast episode number. Don't do me like that. Number ninety. Is it? Yeah, the Indomitian Consu episode. Say that name again. Never. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you. <laughs> feel like you stumbled over that. We ain't seen bit. a nigga since he left Detroit, dog. What, what happened to him? I mean, you down there in Miami, living the life. Now I ain't seen one headline like he like fell off the fucking map. He just ain't did shit. I mean, the Lions had a defense that was conducive to that type of player, and you know it just wasn't. It didn't work out the same. Yeah, I just freestyled that ninety too. I literally just came with that shit. Jadavian Clowney wears ninety also. Sue wasn't shit for Detroit though. I'm not gonna go. That I can't far. say that. No, I'm not gonna go that far. You gotta introduce yourself because <laughs> you you now we starting early. Just being honest. <laughs> What up, though, man? It's your man, Tariq Ahad, man. Uh, yeah, friendly neighborhood professor. Yeah. A.K.A. the neighborhood scholar. Okay. Uh, don't get mad. Get smart and prove me wrong. All right. I'll take that. That's what we, we agree with that <laughs> shit. Yeah, I'll take that. Definitely. A returning friend to the show. We haven't had you on since season one. Yeah, man, man. Things were a lot more primitive back then. Listen, was, those were the dark ages. Listen, man. Y'all we're coming to the light. Long way, man. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got on the wall and shit. Y'all bougie now. Hey, man. This this our <laughs> calling card. When you see, when you see the, the blue and black, <laughs> yeah. you know where they at. Man, sure. listen, I heard y'all in the hallway. I'm like, damn, where them niggas at? Oh, okay. They that way. Yeah. 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 Hey, man. Yeah. We just trying to make moves, man. So it is what it is. Uh, brother, how was your week, man? 
Week was good. I finally saw Black Panther. Good job. I man. finally saw it. Good job, man. I feel vindicated. The movie, I'm not even going to, like, we can just jump into it. The movie was so fucking good. Yeah. It exceeded my expectations. Absolutely. Me and you had a conversation off air, but we often talk about, like, when Kendrick's first album came out, I had a copy of that shit, like, a week before it hit. Mm-hmm. And I had been listening to it, and I was telling you how good it was going to be. Like, I, I kept telling you every day, like, look, you need to down, I'll bring you a copy of this shit. Yeah. It's that fucking good. And you was like, nah, I want to wait till it come out because. I waited until midnight, literally that night. I wanted to listen to you it. Because you was like, my my review made it seem like it was an amazing album. You didn't want to be disappointed. Right. And that's how I felt before I saw Black Panther. Like, I saw all the quotes floating around online, hearing everybody's reviews and what they had to say about it. I'm like, man, this shit can't be that good. Then I saw it. Man. Then I saw it. And that shit was good. It was fucking. It was great. amazing. It yeah. was damn near flawless. Yeah. So um, if you guys have not seen it, you need to see it. Also, uh, my good friend Trinidad and is starting up a podcast based around uh, movie reviews and some uh, series or whatever. And we uh, uploaded an episode um, earlier this week uh, called Wakanda Forever: The Black Panther. Review. I didn't even know y'all was recording. Why not? Till, till I just saw it. Because first of all, you didn't run it past me. Lies. That's you doing that solo shit again. You didn't run it past me. And we talked I, about it about a week ago. Matter of fact, about two weeks ago. Yeah, I was just happened to be thumbing and I saw the alert that it was a new episode and I said I wasn't here. How was there <laughs> I was there a new episode and I wasn't involved. Oh shit. If a nickel dime gets sold in the park, I want in. <laughs> but it was a good ass episode. Thankfully, I had seen the movie by the time the episode came out, so I didn't feel lost. Yeah, so if y'all haven't, um, wait till you see it and then go listen to the review episode because we did go in. I thought it was really, really dope. I've been watching every interview and video on it since, so I know everything. And I've also been watching a lot of our colonizers online very, very angry about this movie and the joy and the happiness that has instilled in a lot of people. The uh, niggas is, is what pissed me off more than the colonizers, though. See, because it's expected from them. Yeah. I expect you to be on some bullshit. I don't expect black people to constantly, you know, discredit and downplay black people. There's nothing. We can't be happy about shit. It's, it's Period. Seems, it seems that way. Period. But my thing is this, though. It's, it's, it's so convenient for these motherfuckers because, first of all, it's a lot of people who don't have a stance on anything otherwise. Right. So they never take a stand, yay or nay, on any other subject until they see black people rally behind something. I don't give a fuck if it's marching, if mm-hmm. it's kneeling on the football field, if it's rioting, if it's Black Panther. Now you motherfuckers going to come out with your critiques. When you the, feel me? Whenever I see joy... I want to come hate on that shit. Yeah, man. like, but you know what I'm saying? But you motherfuckers, because now you're talking about, oh, y'all want to y'all put all this money in the white man's pocket. My nigga, th- that's what you do all day, every day, though. I bought some busy stock a week that, before. That, I mean, but that's what you do all day, every day. Nigga, you just bought out for Christmas for your kids. You know what I'm saying? Because now we go see a movie that's representing us. You don't own Mattel. You don't own PlayStation. You, you know what Nike. I'm saying? All this shit. Or no stock for the shit, like Jay just said. You know what I'm saying? So you're not getting no residual bread. You just dick sucking another motherfucker's culture, but when we come out and see ourselves portrayed as fucking kings, as superheroes and not slaves or thugs or bad parents and all this dumb shit, when we come out to support that, now you got a problem with it. You a coon. You a coon. I'll take you on that one. Yeah. And also, I was I was listening to somebody like, oh, you don't know. We know what Disney is the big company brand, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But you don't know who's sitting in them seats. You didn't know that the head of Marvel was a black man. Like you didn't know that the, the last three writers of the movie Black Panther 
have been black people. And you know, like you don't know. Coates is and it's right kind of dis- right now. Yeah, it's kind of disrespectful if I'm a black person who have made my way up through corporate America in this quote unquote white company, and I'm at a position to actually pull shots and pull strings, and I green light a quote unquote black film. And then people say, y'all just making that white man money. No, nigga, don't discount my struggle that I, to, that I got here and putting shit on it's for tw- people who need to see shit. It's 2018. We're getting like a full live action film based on a black superhero. I know we had Spawn, Blade, all that, but nothing quite at this level. Yeah. I want to know what fucking entity exists that don't make the white man money. Because you pay your rent or your mortgage every month. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, stop paying DTE. And be cold as shit. Stop paying your water bill. You know what I'm saying? You only revolutionary when it's come time to downplay your own kind. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Who's fuck you to DTE and that $533 I gave them on Tuesday? I, my my light bill last month was like 520 Oh, this shit not right, dog. Bro. Hey, man, I turned my heat down to like 50 when I leave the house. That shit ain't right. And anyway, if, I'm and sorry. If you do, and if you don't <laughs> you pay no D- bills, don't touch my shit. <laughs> you said DTE and my heart dropped. Like, I got scared. Like, like this, are they coming niggas, back? Like, them, them it was triggering. Mob, it was triggering. Them niggas the mob. Yeah. So, so let me ask y'all a question. Since we all haven't seen Black Panther, what's a, a better fictional country that you would like to live in? Wakanda or Zamunda? Wakanda. Wakanda. Okay. I'm a tech nigga. You know what I'm saying? I like the gadgets and shit. Like, I want the gadgets. I'm just saying he was. I know in in uh, Zamunda they was knocking him down though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They was busting him down. The father and her prince I came. They yeah. was busting him down. So I don't know. I might be with Simi on some Zamunda shit. I don't only, know. Only knock I got on Zamunda is we never saw all of it. Yeah. We saw all of Wakanda, and they was they was living all right. True that because like it's like where nobody struggled. You go right, to, right. go to Jamaica on a resort. That could be um, <laughs> Zamunda. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then when you get off the resort, it's well, like, oh, shit. Once you leave Prince Akeem crib, it should get real for yeah. you. Uh, shout out to, man. So I, I told you I was watching all the different interviews or whatever. I This is going to sound stupid, and I, I apologize. I did not know how fine Lupita was, dog. Yeah. Kind of like, snuck up on me, too. I didn't realize. She is She's fine. a beautiful woman. Like, bro. Like, I, I, I was in that motherfucker like a little kid. Like, damn, like all of them, though. You feel me? All of them were so fucking beautiful, man, with them full-ass lips and all them complexions. I was like, And Shit. I've been watching Walking Dead for the last eight years, and I didn't realize how, how good <laughs> Michonne looked. Caught you off guard. Yeah. You know, been right up under your nose. Because that, they make her I mean, they look dirty and dingy and that shit. That fake dreadlock movie. weave done, <laughs> yeah. done fooled all of us. <laughs> man, that was just an excellent movie, man. So, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Shout out to that, man. Anything else that pop off this week for you? Uh, not that I can think of. This week was a good week, man. Man, it hit 60 degrees. It's like 63 degrees. That's pneumonia weather. That shit is just a... Yeah, it's, it's, I don't believe that shit. Yet. That shit tricked me to want to pull my bike out, but I just got over a cold, so I ain't doing. Uh, it. No, you be in the hospital them, next week. Them potholes yeah. ain't no joke. You fucking oh, right. end nigga. up in Zamunda. You might fall my through nigga. that motherfucker. It's one on fucking Schoolcraft and Greenfield. Like now, you, I know exactly. You what can't you're even talking call that a fucking pothole. That's the impact crater right there. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a huge hole like, in the ground, bro. Real shit. That bitch the size of a hula hoop. That's the where. That's where that meteor fell. <laughs> <laughs> and on and on Mount Road, oh, they crazy too. You seen that video? Yeah. Did you see the video uh, that went viral on the, the the lady that was driving crazy on Eight Mile? I seen that shit. Yeah, where she, she was, was just swerving, like doing donuts. And yeah, shit. busting, running through cars, and like Jesus Christ, she's going. She's high off something. Yeah. Definitely high. I'm pray for. Her. Shout but out to that man who held her down. But yo, straight up though, I had to tell somebody like, yo, my nigga, these potholes are evolving. 
Like, I've never seen him this bad. I've been yeah. in Detroit my whole life, and I've seen him. But now, it's some new shit going on with this fucking concrete. So, I, I got I got an easy fix for potholes. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to hear it? Yeah. Here it go. Legalize weed in Michigan, recreational weed, tax it, and use that shit to fix the streets. Never going to happen. But the but, problem. And call it potholes. <laughs> that was clever. I like that. See, but it, that. yeah, like like let that shit fix the streets. But see, the problem is the uh, is the material that they use. Yes, you know, that's yeah. the problem. You know, but so when the water gets down in there, the water freezes and it expands, and we drive over it. Boom, it thaws, and now the shit all loose again. And so we, that's the problem. And we, we go just, through the. But it seemed like this this year is worse than like I, other years. This is the worst year because they to keep date. they keep using cheaper and cheaper materials to get the bid. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. That's how I come in lower. I get the bid, and we pay the price for it. And then two years from now, the, the fucking fruit are gonna be shut down for about a year. And yeah. then, like it's the and they gonna cycle. and they gonna stop using that dumb shit. And they are gonna actually just use concrete this time. So well, they, they should just use so. plastic. Use plastic. Yeah, they man. should definitely use. Um, I forget. I think it's in Norway where they have like plastic roads or whatever, and then underneath the roads they have like the infrastructure and pipelines and shit like that. So when something fuck up, they'll just come over, take one little section out, and replace it. It's real quick. It's real seamless, and they got like Wi-Fi cut. Everything is underneath the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, bro, it's they 2018. Could, they could use all of those goddamn used tires though. Like, you grinding bitches up and just, like, because there's no way to... It, like, I seen a video. They was burning millions of them. Had this big-ass field. It was literally millions of tires, and they just and set the bitches on bi- fire. And everything is biodegradable, and everything is, like, recyclable and reusable. So you're not using... It's like, stop using all this waste, and let's just do the shit. And you know how you have, like, heated sidewalks? Yeah. You can do that on the road, on the freeway, whatever. So you won't actually have ice out there because... The, just heat them bitches up a little the, bit. You know oh, what I'm saying? There you go. And since it's a poor surface, you can actually direct the water... To the drains. Don't even worry about it. We're gonna talk about this shit off air. You know and we just gonna, you know, drop this billion dollar company on the ass. That's why that's, that's what we gotta do. Hell yeah. Um, sorry man, so another thing before we get into our uh you know, our, our real deep topics, well I guess this one could be one too. So we kinda talked about it last week, but I, I wanna talk about it again. Um there was a school shooting. And of course, um based off school shootings, a lot of conversation comes about Gun control, Second Amendment, you know, and the people, in, the kids in Florida, like, we're not going to take this anymore. We did a walkout and everything. Like, and then, like, this week, I understand this is a very emotional time for a lot of people, man, and, and rightfully so. Um, but this week, a lot of people um, who have never purchased a gun have explained to me how easy it is to purchase a gun in Michigan and have explained to me. Like all these different things that they've heard on television or, or, or seen in like a uh, on a, an online post that that's just not true, and like a lot of conversation that ha- happens over this, and like I got to fix to fix all this shit. Like it ain't. This is gonna be unpopular. No, I mean it's very logical. I like to deal in logic and common sense. You know. Okay. Um, What's the fix? The gun control debate. That's not going. It's not going to fix nothing. Like I understand that. In Florida specifically, they need to tighten some shit up because the the laws in Michigan are stricter than the ones in Florida. So, yes, there definitely needs to be some shit tightened up. But that's not going to stop somebody from, from doing anything. Like, guns is illegal. Murdering is illegal right now, and people still murder. So right. you put another exactly. law in, in, in place, it won't do, do nothing. The mental health thing, like, hey, we need mental health checks. Yes, I think that is possible. We should need that. 
but that's not it's not logical it's not feasible because then that means there have to be one giant record where everybody medical records are stored and you have to give access to your medical records to Dunham's or whoever to see if you got a mental health issue. Yeah, and that's, that's that, not one. That's rec- HIPAA laws. Yeah, and there is no one universal place where all your medical records are filed because each hospital is different, different HMOs. Like, it just, it just. That doesn't work. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. So. And that leads to all type of different confidentiality, security yeah. breaches. And what that also will do is stop people from getting medical help. Because if I know I'm not going to be able to carry a gun or do something because I reported that I have mental health issues, I'm and not going to I'm not gonna go. And that's going to end up being worse. So I do think we need to realize and live in the reality that we are in. Now, we both went to Cody, mm-hmm. uh, me and Tariq. We walk through metal detectors every day. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the hood. We it's walk, a way of life. We walk through metal detectors. There's police officers, actual police officers there. Yeah. But did you see that there was Eli a police officer? There was an armed police officer at the school yeah. that didn't go back in. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's even dogs there. You know what I mean? So we need to put police officers in every school across the country. The federal government should foot the bill for that. Put police officers in every school, armed police officers, not like the security guard, not the guardian alarm, whatever, actual police officer. You damn near should just put a mini station inside of the school. Because we used to have many stations in the neighborhoods or whatever. Like, yeah. what's what's safer place than that? Also, you do need metal detectors. And I know I don't want my children going through metal detectors. Well, they go to the Tigers game, don't they? They go to the Lions game, don't they? Pistons. They go to the they they go through the bank. They go to court. They go through everything. We this is the reality that we're in. So if I'm about to go shoot up the school, and I know that there's a metal detector there and there's an armed police officer there, that may stop me from going in or there is some sort of thing that can actually alert people some type of deterrent yeah i mean and that's 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 what it is basically you know what i'm saying is it's not it, foolproof it, but it's it, not it's it, not it slow it down. totally preventative but it's to make a motherfucker at least think twice and that's something immediate know? and tangible that you can do right now and you can see results of that i'm glad you said that that's uh, immediate and tangible yeah. is going to come back in our later conversation because what well, we need to do to gun laws, okay, that's cool. But when, how do I stop somebody from doing that? Laws only apply to people who follow laws. One hundred percent. You know, criminals don't give a fuck about the law. Yeah, I'm gonna steal a car to go kill this motherfucker anyway. So you think I care if the gun is registered? Or not. Right. I mean, and we just got enough technology to, to. I mean, maybe the door, the school door, shouldn't just be open. I mean, but what they're gonna say about the mini stations and about the police and about the metal detectors is the cost. Especially here in Detroit. I mean, that, that's 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 going to be the argument. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we just consolidated uh, precincts here in Detroit, closed down a couple because the city went through the bankruptcy shit mm-hmm. and all that. So closed down quite a few precincts. Here absolutely, and a lot of fucking schools. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they're gonna they're gonna talk budget, 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 budget. That's, that's it, gonna be you know it's it's gonna become that political conversation where the shit doesn't go anywhere. Meanwhile, we're paying the ultimate price because our children are dying. Which is why the federal government need to step in and the federal government need to foot that bill. And it's not going to happen with 45. No, it's not. He don't give a fuck. I just think that's an immediate, tangible item that no one in to talk about. Everyone just want to go, well, let's talk talk about mental health. That's not going to stop somebody from wanting to go up in this bitch shooting. I do need some level of protection. I don't think the answer is arming all all teachers. Absolutely not. Um, Though... If I'm a car carrier member of a CCW, I think I should be able to carry mine wherever I want to. But, but I could see the new narrative being a teacher in the classroom yeah. shoot, shooting a student. Yeah, I you, can see that. Happening. You have to understand the you have to understand the demographic, right? 
uh, education, K through 12, is dominated by one specific group, Caucasian women. Yes. The police force is dominated by one specific group. Caucasian men. Mm-hmm. So a motherfucker don't leave their bias and their racism at the door when they punch in. Obviously, we wouldn't have Trayvon Martins and all of those. The like, we're gonna have a whole lot of more of those mm-hmm. if we give all of these Caucasian women thre- guns. I felt threatened. I in was the threatened by the way he opened his lunchbox. Yep. You know, because this bitch having a bad day because your your husband fucking Stacy. Now you come in and you done shot Tyrone. Yep. You know what I'm saying on some bullshit. And it's gonna be he went for my gun. Yep. You know, all, all of that shit is going to happen. So that's my fear mm-hmm. of that shit because, you know, I got kids, my nigga. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And, and it's not like real shit. It's nothing you're going to be able to tell me. Nope. It's nothing you're going to be able to tell me. Which is why I think it's the police officer route. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that many schools in the city, right? No, it's still quite a few. When you look at, like, a lot of the schools that got shut down that we grew up with are just charter schools now. So if I if I got to put 100 extra police officers in the, in the state of Michigan. All right. And it's, but For the it's, whole entire state. or You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. There's, I think we got a lot more schools. The school that. system need to be revamped. Absolutely. Like, <clears throat> revamped in, like as a parent, the school system and the school hours don't work no more. Like, who who is available at 3 o'clock in the afternoon to come pick up the children? Like, every, both Family members work now, right? Yeah. And, like, that's – why is there is not a, a, a automatic latch key or whatever just built into the school system? Because it's, it's, it's a moneymaker. The school system is the only institution that we have that has not evolved with the time. At all. It's the same exact way that they were teaching in fucking 1706. You know what I'm saying? It's the same exact paradigm. It does not change. But everything else has evolved. Everything. The kids, the students. It's the teachers, everything. Technology. But the classroom is sit down, be quiet, and listen to me talk to you. And that's – Learning, yeah. But me as an educator, I'm like that shit doesn't work. There are thousands of studies proving that this shit does not work. Yeah. Children only have a 45 minute window. Then they need to discharge. I need to let go of this shit for a second. Yeah. Run up the hall or do what the fuck ever, and then come back. And that way, I'll absorb the material better. You mentioned something that I I, I totally agree with, and um, something that Umar Johnson said. I don't always agree with Umar um, on certain things, but. Um, in school, how's it relate to school? And you said like the school is dominated by like white women. Absolutely. And in a as a young African American boy, you are expected to act like a woman, Absolutely. not as in like feminine or whatnot, but like an adolescent male and an adolescent woman have two different things going on inside of their bodies, mm-hmm. and it may not be feasible for me to sit down for long uh, as a as a young male to sit down for long periods of time. So when you act out of what I think should be normal. Now you're a problem child. Disruptive. Now you're getting dis- disciplinary. Like to your point, like I need another way to be teached because right. it hasn't it hasn't changed. It hasn't evolved. So maybe I need some more left versus right brain thinking, or maybe I just need to get up every forty five minutes or exactly. whatever. You know, what I'm saying? I need to switch up. It's like so, we need more diversity in our teaching. I and, mean. But- Go ahead. And I was also going to say, like, you know, I'm a I'm a parent just like you. I'm a parent of school age children. And I've seen my, all my kids that are in school. 
they learn the, each of them learns differently. Yeah. You know, my oldest son is is very strong academically. My daughter is very strong academically. My youngest son, like he struggles a little bit. But this year has been like one of his best years academically because he found a teacher that has learned how to connect with him and teach him in a way that he wants to learn, he wants to be responsive, and the information is sticking. Not to say that he doesn't get it. You know, in a, in a typical setting, but he needs a different approach to his learning in order for it to be effective. And I think teaching black and brown children is a completely different spectrum than, you know, the the teachers and what happens in school in most schools right now. Wow. There's a different way that they learn. They come in. They come into the school with a different set of issues, with a different set Adult of problems. Issues. Fuck Adult yeah. Problems. Yeah. I mean, but school wasn't designed for black and brown children. It wasn't. It was not. You know, when uh, when this country was first started, the first schools were for middle class, upper class Caucasian males. That's who we was in the fucking fields. You wasn't thought yeah. of. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and the paradigm has not changed. We fought to get into schools, but we never fought to change the curriculum. We never fought to change the way it's done. And that's why our children aren't learning the way they could. I children been- are more hands on learners. Exactly. You can't see because I mean, boy, what it is is the school is training you to go to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at work you're supposed to listen, follow, sit, down. sit down, follow instructions, and do that's all do I need you to do. Push the motherfucking buttons, file the motherfucking papers for eight hours, and then go to fuck home, and then come back and do it again tomorrow. And they so that's you, what they're training you to do. And they training you to work in a society that don't exist no more. Exactly, the regular nine to five pushing paper like that 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 job don't really exist no more. It's working thirty years, retiring, getting a pension. That's just dead, dead, this is dead, dead. dead, dead like if you dead. if you're not learning how to plan financial. Financially, for your future after 25, 30 years worth of working, you're yeah. going to be you're going to be a old, you're going to be the old nigga at Walmart greeting people when they come in because you're going to have to work till you die. Yeah. But all this basically comes from the fact that like the school system and everything does need to be revamped, and the security and the safety of our children does need to be placed at a high priority. So if I can afford police officers to patrol um, sporting events, then I can help them protect our most valuable resources with our which are the children our future also if you are if you do not know about a particular subject you should start off saying that and don't tell anybody or speak to me about guns and different laws and different things if you don't know what you're talking about if you have never purchased a gun don't tell me about how easy it is to purchase a gun at a gun show if you have never fired a gun don't talk to me about rate of fire and how many quote unquote air quotes clips that you can put in the gun like don't you don't you you literally do not know what you're talking about you watching movies you know what i'm saying you living it you living in hollywood you watching movies and that's how you getting your information about guns man that's 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 a that's a big ax right there like people people just want to fucking respond yeah they want to say social media is giving everybody everybody a voice when everybody shouldn't have a voice yeah period you know what i'm saying i don't give a fuck who like it everybody Shouldn't have you're fucking stupid. Well, I think everybody should have a voice and an opinion, but everyone's opinion is not rooted in experience and value and life lessons. So yes, you can have an opinion, but your opinion doesn't hold the same weight as someone who's actually been doing this shit, who knows about it. So if you study uh marine biology and I have a, a fucking idea on fucking orcas or some shit like that, okay, I can have an idea, but your opinion on it is much more 
valid than mine is. That's like me telling Kobe Bryant how to shoot a free throw. Like, yeah, I know the basics of how to shoot a fucking free throw, but how I'm going to tell this nigga what the fuck to do? He in the field every day. He one of the greatest to ever do it. Like, my opinion and what I got to say about it don't mean shit. Yeah, I think a whole lot of people just need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Like I said, social media then gave a voice to the voiceless and made useless people feel useful. Right, right, right. The false sense of importance. Hell yeah. All right, man. Um, We hit the Black Panther. We hit the school shooting. Um, so let's get into it while we brought my brother Tariq on, man. And a lot didn't change since the last time you was here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he added some degrees to the belt. Yes, yes, Congratulations, yes. Congratulations, my brother. Man. Man. Congratulations. You know, then, 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 then did the graduation thing. About to do it again and this summer. Then again uh, next year. Then, inshallah. You know, a couple more after that, but I'm gonna be a lifetime student because I don't want to pay Naviant back. So yeah, I'm, 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 I need I'm to be a lifetime student as well because that's an extra four thousand dollar tax credit on my, my on my taxes that I missed out on this year. Shh, don't tell you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm I'm in school. <laughs> I'm gonna be in school next on yeah. this year. Listen, I mean, in that way, you know, I just got the call like, yeah, your your, your loans is about to come up for payment. Like, nah, bitch, I'm about to send you this schedule. Different. What are you talking about? I'm never gonna pay. <laughs> never. <laughs> I come from a long line of educators, and my grandfather had, like, several advanced degrees, and that's what he, like, literally would do, is that when one would come up and they want that money from 40 years ago, yeah. you just go back and do another one. I'm about to yeah. take this class. My nigga about to be in this gym class on your ass. Now, also, since the last time you've been here, you've actually started doing lectures. Yes, yes. Yeah, holding yes. your own lectures. I know that's something you're very passionate about. How, how did that process go about? How you, how you like it? I love, I love, I love it. I love it because I love, you know, educating my people. You know, that's my passion in life to be an educator. You yeah. know, that that's what I aspire to do, you know, in a college setting. Uh, I can't teach little kids because I don't really like them that much. <laughs> so I'm going to teach, you know, people that look like me the shit that they really need to know and not all this dumb shit that yeah. we're learning in these institutions. You know what I'm saying? You leave out of school. I know a girl graduated from U of M. And she ringing up jeans at Sears and Fairlane and shit. You know what I'm saying? So you owe eighty thousand dollars to this goddamn school. And shout out to Sears and Fairlane. Worked there for a few years. You know, <laughs> you make you making twelve something an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you trying to pay this shit back, but and, but I have a degree because that's because we're still brought up on this. Go to school, get a good ed- get a good education, so you can get a good job. But that doesn't exist anymore. Like you said, that shit is dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got people. We already know that 17, 18, 19-year-olds don't make the best decisions, but yet and still we let them choose what they want to go to school for. That's why you get your son go to fucking Florida A&M and he got down there majoring in modern dance or, yeah. you, know, Af- you know what I'm saying, some shit that's irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? Art history is like, who gives a fuck, my nigga? You know, you make a good point with that because the children don't always make a, a good sound decision. And you guys remember a couple of weeks ago there was a young man who um, – was about to commit to what school he wanted to go to for football, mm-hmm. yeah. and his mom got up and they walked off, walked off, and then everybody dragged his mom online, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, is she a horrible parent?" Blah, blah, blah. Like, do y'all know what the situation was behind that? Yeah, she he was down in Florida, involved in gangs, drugs, shit like that, and she she wanted him to get away, yeah. to try and better his like, life, and, and like this, like everybody just dragged her, like that's that man's mother. She knows him better than y'all do, right? Absolutely. So if I had a conversation with my son and I don't feel that he is doing the right thing, I might be visibly upset. I could fake in front of the cameras, but I'm not that way. I'm real. But we've seen that happen like a little bit more in the last couple years when it's been coming to like signing day. Mothers be visibly 
you know, and vocally and vocal about their son's decisions. I just hated how we attacked her and just assumed that oh, they must, she must didn't get the money and buy. like, why would y'all just do that to See, that woman? But, and and you know, that's that's hating and all that shit. But my life could have took a, a a very you know different turn if I would have listened to my mother. Right. I was supposed to. I graduated uh, on Thursday. Our graduation was on Thursday. I started Wayne State that Monday. You know what I'm saying? I had no break. Literally, I had that fucking weekend. That was it. But I was supposed to go to Pennsylvania to run track. You know what I'm saying? They was coming to my track meets and my football games like, yo, it's called Gaining University. And uh, they, I'm talking about they was scouting me, all that shit. These had this little broad calling me every week, like, telling me how dope the school was. Like, I'm like, this was for a camera phone, so I didn't know how she looked and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but we used to kick it and shit. She's like, come down here, come down here. But I was scared to leave because I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm gonna be a broke college student like everybody else. You know, I was selling dope here, yeah. so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not about to leave this bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, quit playing. I can go down right downtown to Wayne State at the school, do what I do, and end up going to Wayne State for a year and a half, dropping out, becoming fully immersed in the game, and next thing you know, boom, five and a half years in prison. Man, that's so crazy, man. Cause I mean, I got a very similar story. Like when I was younger, uh, they sent information to my crib. They wanted me to go to Cranbrook. They offered me like. To go to Cranbrook and they would my parents talked to me about it and like you gotta live like there. Like, hell no, I ain't leaving I ain't leaving home. <laughs> like what? I, like I would be, no To leave Joy Road. I'm not I'm not <laughs> leaving home. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's not it's not it's not not doing it. Uh running track. They wanted me to go, uh Alma Comish wanted me to go, but they didn't have a scholarship for me initially. So I was gonna have to go and run. I'm like, I'm not about to learn and run for free. My parents like, you should probably still do it. Things could change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Life could be totally different. Though I'm glad how everything turned out. But, like, your mom or your father, your parents, sometimes they know better for you. They're older, wiser people. They've made their decisions. I'm I'm not even going to say sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time. 90% of the time they know know better. So, yeah. There's that. (laughs) Um, So, I'm glad that's been working out for you. And, um... Yeah, but yeah, we was talking about the speaking. But yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm like uh, a really dope speaker for y'all who need people <laughs> speaking and shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm the shit, and like because I have a passion for what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just here to you know get a check. Yeah, I really care about you leaving with information that's gonna help you. That's mm-hmm. why I don't call myself a motivational speaker. You know what I'm saying? Because motivation die. What you gonna do once the motivation is gone? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's an empowerment speaking that I do. So I'm gonna, you're gonna leave here with the tools. That you need to be successful in your endeavors. Yeah. Now, whether you use the tools is on you. Right. But I'm not about to sit here and motivate you to do some shit. I'm going to empower you and give you the know-how on exactly A, B, and C, and D. Well, you know. Yeah, I mean, motivational speakers is like, uh, which is a dope thing, but it always ensures I have a job because my motivation is going to run out, and now you can pay me again to come back. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'd rather just teach you, and I don't need to come back because my goal ain't the money; it's the the knowledge. I care about the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, man. So look, you initially had made a post online, man, on Facebook, <laughs> and uh, stirring up the pot. <laughs> and it was—I don't know—it was—it was interesting. And I was just in the comments, and I, I don't even think I actually—I don't even think I actually commented on the original post. I just started looking. I was. Just oh no, you up. commented. You asked the question. You commented. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, what was the statement? Tell me what the statement was. Uh, the statement of the post. Yeah. Uh, the post said, uh, the worst thing in the world is for a woman to allow a man to put babies in her and then call herself independent. Okay. 
Break that down for me, man, because I that that was a mouthful. Okay, so I don't listen to the radio in my car. You know what I'm saying? I listen to lectures and shit because I'm like I, I I figured I calculated like I spend outside of work. I spend the majority of my time in my car, mm-hmm. you know, you know, driving to and, to and from work, to and from school, to and from the kids and all that shit. So I spend the majority of my day outside of work in the fucking car. I need to capitalize on this time that I'm spending in this fucking car. So I was like, okay, turn the fucking radio off, listen to some lectures. So that's what I do now. So I'm listening to a uh, I got a YouTube notification, you know what I'm saying, and uh, about this speech this uh, guy was doing that I, that I fuck with, Tazariak, you know what I'm saying? Now, Tazariak is a Hebrew Israelite, right? <laughs> I almost never agree with him. He's wild. He's very out there. But at the same time, I never seen him lose a debate. So that's what I admire. He's wrong as two left fucking shoes, but you can't prove it and beat him. And nobody has done it on the street so far that I've seen. You don't think him and Polite went at it, right? Yeah, and uh, Polite almost got beat up and he lost the debate. You think he lost that debate? Yes. Because I watched that because they were like, this is the one they got. I'm like, I agree with Polite. I mean, you, you agree, but the presence, you know what I'm saying? The presence in your argument. It's like I, I think Tazariak, and it was weird because he had the white boy with the braids standing behind him. Why you telling me all about this black? Th- that's power why. Shit? You, that's why you lose. I'm like, oh, this like, nigga so left field. Then you dress like a Power Ranger and shit, yeah. like, bro. Like knock it off. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, I digress. So I'm listening to the brother, and he said that. You know what I'm saying? In the context of other things he was saying, but that snippet, that bar, those couple of bars, I'm like, yo, that was powerful. And so I posted it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I had no idea that I was going to be <laughs> uh, defending this stance for two and a half days. Yeah. But that's what happened. I had like over 180 different comments. People, you know, I mean, but that's why you that's why you throw that shit out there. 100%. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly why I throw little shit like that out there just to see where people's heads are at. And it showed me where a lot of people's heads are at. Some people agree with it. Some people disagree with it. Some people attack. Some people, you know, and it, it was a whole spectrum of things. But I stand by it. And I, I'll repeat it. It says the worst thing in the world is for a woman to allow a man to put babies in her and then call herself independent. Now, what people extracted from that was yeah. is that the women are the worst thing in the world. But nowhere did it say that. That's not what I took from it. That's what a lot of women yeah. took from it. Like I saw, and then there was a, a bunch of information or a bunch of comments. Because um, I think I made the initial question. And then I got tied up in like side comments because right. I was reading, and um, it's a certain way that I, I I speak to women, you know what I'm saying? In a certain way, I, I, I and I was like, man, some of this just sound just sound mad disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? To some, and I'm like, all right, like I get it, like some of this shit just sound like mad disrespectful. Like there's a certain way that I think a man should to speak to a woman in general or a black woman at that, especially especially a black woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm especially like, ah, some woman. of this shit was mad. So. Some of it had like, all right, all right, see where you're coming from, and then some of the the, the comments, whatever. I'm like, no, this not true. <laughs> like, what you like, no, this, like this statement is not true, even though you use capital letters. The the comments definitely take shit left field yeah. because now I'm not, I'm no longer arguing with the, the thing. Initial. I'm arguing with your understanding of the thing. Yeah, yeah you I, know I, what I'm I, saying. So I mean, in, as an educator, what I do is I have to come down to where you're at. And bring you back to where I need you to be. Yeah. So I don't, I don't let people control the narrative. I don't allow people to control the narrative. See, but because I'll say, like, well, I never said that. Yeah. Or you're arguing a point I didn't make. Yeah. I so, because I have to bring it back to what we're talking about. Because you about to, you about to make this personal and about you, thinking I'm attacking you when I don't even fucking know you. Because it's like it's almost human nature 
So when something happens or you explain something, me to quickly find something else in my life that sounds similar and give you that example. Mm-hmm. So you, what you're basically saying is, exactly. and like, you'll no, come with some shit that's totally over there. Like that's not about what I basically <laughs> said. That's not about what I actually said. Exactly. So I did. I did have questions. So okay. what, what do you mean when you say when a woman allows a man to have, put babies inside of her? I mean, sex is a conscious decision, right? You know, any outside of rape, sex is a conscious decision. You 100%. have you have uh, two consenting adults getting together. Engaging in the sexual act. Right. So if you engage in that act unprotected, you know the consequences. What if it wasn't unprotected? If it wasn't unprotected? Yes. If if she was on the pill, if she was on oh, uh, condom. Bro- I broke a few of my times. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, shit happens. Yeah. But it's, a, it's still a consequence of sex. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, this is a possibility. Yeah. And I have to consider that possibility. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, okay, boom. Let's, ju- let's just go with that example. Yeah. You know, a woman gets with a man. They use in protection the condom breaks. Mm-hmm. So now you have another decision to make. Am I going to keep this child or am I not going to keep this child? That's the decision that you have to make. You have a, you, I'm not. I, it's not well, I, how I feel about it. These are deci- these are realistic options in 2018. You can run to fucking CVS and get a Plan B pill. Well, they're, you, they're realistic you, options for some people. In for 20, some people, because some people, I won't take my. I won't take the child's life. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying. But there are options. Everybody, you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's two sides. I yeah. can do this or I can do that. Well, in that decision comes another on both sides. Comes a whole host of other decisions. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say you decide to keep the child. Yep. You're, okay, boom, you decide to keep the child. Now. I have to make the decision about this person. Is this person that I chose willingly to give myself to parent material? Is this motherfucker a good example of what I think a father should be to my son? Because I'm speaking from the woman's point of view. Or am I going to be doing this shit on my own? Absolutely. So these are are realities. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Nothing is set in stone. I'm saying these are realities. These are real possibilities because we know it's some good fathers and it's some not ain't shit fathers, period. You know, so who did you decide to give yourself to? And that's what I'm going to go back to. Because the stakes are so high, because 72% of black children are raised in single family homes, and we know for a fucking fact that the majority of those single families are mothers, that's something we don't even have to debate. You don't know as many single fathers as you know single mothers. Let's be honest about this mm-hmm. shit. So 72% of black children are raised by, in single-parent homes by, by their mothers. That could be, important. That could be um, state-sponsored, the reason is that, is that way. A whole lot of reasons. Yeah. A whole lot of reasons. We ain't talking yeah. about the reasons yet. We ain't even going to talk about this. Facts. We're just looking at the facts. Okay. We know that this is a, this is a reality. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, and I, I'm a woman, and I'm making this a short, I know the reality around me in the world. This ain't just Detroit. This ain't just Michigan. This the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? I know this to be true. So what is my criteria for giving myself to a man? What is the criteria? And if I'm saying, just like you said, this, this is something that we can do immediately that will, that will manifest yeah. itself. This is something that we can do immediately. A nation is only going to rise to the height of the standards of their women, period. If you want black men to be better, you have to hold us more accountable. You can't fuck the nigga at the gas station that was asking you for change and think that he's going to love you the way you see on these fucking memes and be Jim Jones on Love and Hip Hop and think you're going to live this extravagant ass life. You've never even heard him speak about the children that he already has, yet you decide to give this man your body. What is the criteria? And I'm not saying this is all situation, but I'm saying these things happen. So what is the criteria? We have to dissect the criteria for a woman giving herself to a man. But, but, 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. Well, that's one thing of it about bringing the baby up in a loving and in, in, in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. Um, that has not. That doesn't, in my opinion, that doesn't have a lot to do with the fact that if we were this man and woman were in a particular relationship, um, they have a child in their actual relationship. Things don't work out like you're a good person. Like, I think you are a father material and everything in our actual relationship. Things don't work out. I no longer want to be with you. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to not be in my child's life anymore, but I no longer want to be in a relationship with you. And I've seen situations where the men, like, well, if you, <laughs> I'm not in the baby's life, I'm not in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and at this particular point, the mother is left by herself. She's independent because I don't have. <laughs> I don't She's have, by herself and being independent are two different things. Being alone and being independent are not the same thing. So when you, I guess the question is, when you say independent, what's your definition of independent? It's not, see, that's what I'm saying. We don't, fuck my definition. It don't matter what, how I feel about it. What does the word mean? You know what I'm saying? Independent, not dependent, not subject to control by others, self-governing, not affiliated with the large control unit. Let's get to what really well, matters. Ain't nobody not, re- hold on. not requiring or relying on others. So just because you don't have what you need does not make you independent. You still need it. Well, nobody you just don't exactly. So in why? This world. So why are we saying it? And why are black women wearing it like it's a badge of fucking honor? Because they're the only demographic of women that I see saying it. I've never met an independent Chinese woman in my life. I've never met an independent Korean woman, an independent Puerto Rican woman. I've just never seen it. So I'm just saying, our women are wearing this like a badge of honor and not realizing that the game is being played. Well, I put it like this. You can almost strike the word independent from the dictionary because there's nothing that's independent. So why the fuck are they saying it? Because That's my point. So when they say the actual, what they're actually, because I know what they're referring to. What they're referring to as in, I don't have any assistance from this child's father to help me raise this child. And yes. that why, so I'm an independent parent. No, but, in but the, is it in, a ba- the, in the context of parenting? Because parenting is usually two people coming together. But is that a badge? Really? Is that something that you want to hang your hat yeah, on? It's not and, a badge. Period. And, and uh, and just to speak on what you said now, w- when a woman chooses to give herself, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. As a man, I haven't always made the best decisions with who I've chosen to lay down with. Absolutely. And I have to take some of that responsibility on myself Absolutely. that I've made. Not even with people that I have children with, but just in general. The I've possibility made, of. Yeah, I've if, made poor decisions. If with, you would have impregnated a thought, yeah. you would be responsible for that because you knew that she wasn't mother material. Now I remember, exactly. Period. Now I remember my now I remember my, I remember, uh, my quote, my post or whatever. So my question was, all right, I'll give you the fact that because the question, reading through the comments, it was like women need to take responsibility for the man that they chose to lay down with. Like that was the the the. The emotion that I got from the thread. So my mm-hmm. question was like, so, all right, person, they thought they was in love. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. This person ended up leaving me. I have a child and I don't have any other support or whatever. Normally, the, the father would be there or whatever. And I'm raising this child by myself. What exactly does the accountability look like? Because after the conversation is over, all right, fine. I, I was with this man. He's not he's not in my life anymore. Like, what does the quote-unquote accountability do? Because at the end of the day, I'm still me and this child by myself. Understandable. So this this is my thing. And th- this goes back just to calling things what they are and nothing else. Yeah. Accountability, all of that. You're still not independent. Period. 
Just because you don't have what you need doesn't make you independent because you still need it. And like I say, 72% of black children are raised in a single family home. Our children die in the streets more than any other children on earth. Our children are incarcerated more than any other children on earth. So this independent shit is obviously not working. You just don't have what you need and you're wearing it like a badge of honor. That would be, and this is my best example, like the movie Alive. You remember the movie Alive came out in the mid-90s about the plane crash? Yeah. People, you know what I'm saying? The people, the survivors. They're, they're cannibalizing each right. other. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the survivors had to eat the dead bodies to stay alive. That would have been like them niggas coming back talking about Team Cannibal. No, you did what you had to do to survive. That's not nothing to brag about. Doing what you have to do and saying, oh, I'm independent. You know, oh, I'm independent, Miss Independent, all this dumb shit. Words matter. Words matter. They shape the reality around us. Point blank, period. So you are propagating and professing your independence. What are you doing to potential suitors? What are you doing to that man who's been next to you, not saying shit for years, wanting to be a part of you, wanting to be a part of those children's lives, but you independent. you so fucking strong-minded. It's not working. What you're doing is counterproductive to our advancement. And I'm saying we need to remedy that shit so we can have a better outcome. So what's the remedy? Is it submission? Is it? It's not submission. It's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle change. It's a change in your mind state. So... So, so let me ask you this, because I know, I know a lot of single mothers that, that do very well for themselves. They do well for their children. And, yeah, they are raising these young men and women in a home where, where there is no father figure. But, but they're still doing a sufficient job. Now, I'm a huge proponent that I don't feel like, and this is not a knock to single mothers at all, because, again, I know some incredible ones. My but mother I, was one. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I just feel like. For a young man, there are certain things that he needs to see from a man in order to be able to become the the full potential of a man that he can be. So now we're in a situation where these single mothers, they are raising their children by themselves primarily. What what can she do now, just in your opinion, what can she do now at this point to break that cycle, to break that that thinking of I'm independent and I don't need that assistance because she still needs something. So, so what can she do? Absolutely. See, now look, and, and here's just another example. Y'all remember Players Club? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember when Diamond would go to the club, what would she do? She would drop the baby off to her mother. Mm-hmm. Right. So Diamond was absolutely not independent because she can't go make her money that she needs to take her care of her child if she don't have those parents there to watch the But, child. I mean, it takes a village. Exactly. That's my point. Uh, okay. okay. That's my fucking point. Just because you're doing shit don't make it right. You can decide to smoke crack. That don't make that shit a good decision. So because you're doing this thing, what you have to do, and no one's knocking you for taking care of your child. That's what you're supposed to do. But that don't mean that this shit is okay or this is the way it's supposed to be or it's something to brag about. I don't think that it's something to brag about, but we do know that um, raising a child in a single home is exponentially harder than raising a child in a two-parent home. Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. when you look at all the statistics from poverty, from death, and crime rates, it's not black versus right. It's actually two-parent homes versus single-parent homes. And like when you look at the numbers, it is exactly flipped. Agreed. So all the white folks who got who are in poverty and got children in jail, whatever, it's directly t- tied to the fact that if your parents um, had you after eighteen, uh, or if they were married when they had you and they were graduated from co- I mean graduated from high school and had a, a full-time job, like if you were. 
over the age of 18, have a full-time job, and marry when you have a children, your life statistically is a lot better. Uh-huh. Um, we we talked about this on the episode. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And low key, those numbers came from that that racist white dude we were just listening to. But I mean, I, uh, but, but I checked them, and they were they were actually correct. But even just speaking from like, go ahead, go ahead. But what the point I was making is, we know that it's exponentially harder to be um, a single parent versus a double. I mean, um, a two parent household. Fuck yeah, so, absolutely. So when they say I'm independent or whatnot, we can look at the definition of the word and, and break down. Well, you should use a different word, but you know. Well, most people would know what I'm conveying. What I'm conveying is I am doing this job by myself harder. I'm doing a harder job by myself. I wish it wasn't that way, but the person that I, I chose to lay down with did not value the same values that I had ultimately or whatever. Like So at this particular point, I am actively in a harder situation than I, than I am in. And that's what I think that, that people mention. It's not the fact that the definition of the word independent, but I'm really just trying to say as – I am in a harder situation currently than I, I agree. I, I agree with that, and I didn't come here to argue semantics. So we're yeah, not yeah. fuck the fuck the word. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the mentality that comes with it. Gotcha. Super Bowl commercials cost forty million fucking dollars because words matter, because images matter. Period. They're not paying all this money because it don't do shit. Psychologists right. have studied this shit. You about to have a hundred million motherfucking viewers. We gonna show this dinosaur next to this Dorito bags and want these niggas want these Doritos. Period. We studied this shit. So words and images matter. If I'm if I'm saying that I'm independent, what am I showing my son? I'm I'm a mother of a of, of a boy uh-huh. and a girl. What am I showing them? I'm showing my girl. You can do this on your own. Showing him you don't need to be there. Man. I don't need you. Or so it's gonna. But but that's what I'm saying. Let's look at the outcomes. What is the reality around us? A bunch of motherfucking. Guys sleeping around with a bunch of kids, you know what I'm saying? Still 72% single. So what's it's not getting any better because that independent shit came in with the crack shit. You know what I'm saying? This shit all came in around the same time to purposely break up the black family. And the black women don't understand that they are being used as the greatest weapon against their men. But you made made a really good point or or what I pulled from it. Like they've been single and independent so long. The the black family has been systematically torn apart. So, So now how do we change that? Because how do we make marriage relationships wanting to keep the family structure alive that much more popular and, and, and more viable? Because the marriage ain't it. Like, it don't have to be it. Well, not, not right. marriage, you know what but, I'm saying? But, like, say, but saying that we in this thing, we made this child, we in this thing together, right. and we're going to work it out for the betterment of our family and for our child. And that's what I'm talking about, the remedy, the immediate fucking remedy. And, it's, and it comes down to your VIPs, your values, your interests, and your principles. If you don't have those, you're, you're burnt from the gate. You probably shouldn't even be having fucking kids, in my opinion. Period. Because a lot of people shouldn't have kids. Oh, definitely. A lot of people are bad fucking mothers and bad fucking fathers. Period. But I'm talking about those people who actually want, you know what I'm saying, want children, want to be parents, all that shit. So we have to come up with a better criteria for busting down thoughts and busting down deadbeats. The measuring stick or the barometer has to be higher. You know Self- what I'm saying? Self-respect. Period. I have to... Nigga. I got to value myself. I have to value myself. I, I got to go to your house. I got to see you with your other kids. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that has to be because look at, like I say, look at what it's costing us. 
our kids are dying more than anybody on else. On both sides, though. It, uh, exactly. Yeah. Because because the argument in the comment was like, well, that, all the pressure is put on the woman, but it takes two people to have sex. Exactly. But, see, that's what I'm saying. Look at the statement. The statement is not pointing blame or fault finding on either end. It's saying the circumstance of this woman after the, after she has to get pregnant and the circumstance of her calling herself independent is horrible. The circum, regardless of how you got there, that's a bad situation. Rape is bad. Right. Period. That's what I'm saying. This is the only thing, though. So, um, you said, so for example, you get, you get, you use your mom as an example, right? So she was a single single mom, mom, right? Mm -hmm. That didn't leave a bad taste in your mouth as far as like, it didn't teach you that no one wasn't needed. Cause, Right now, you 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 really literally are preaching the exact opposite, right? So what it can show you, it, it could show you is that hey, I don't need no man, or it can show you that in spite of no one else being here, I'm still going to raise you. So there's two ways that you can always look at something, right? It's not that you don't. Now, if it's that I don't need a man, I mean, if it's literally the, the mantra, because sometimes I do hear this, I don't need no man. I'm good at such and such. I'm mama. It's, it's songs about you, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. But I think it's that some, I don't agree with 100. Like, I think at some is, points we either mimic what we see or we decide that what I've seen isn't comfortable for me. So let me change. Let me be the, the narrative 100%. moving forward. And and, and 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 we talk about this in psychology, right? And and I'm I'm gonna I'm come right back to that mom situation. But I, I just use examples to help people understand yeah. what I'm talking about. So we, you know, what I'm saying, let's say your father drank, right? Or you're our dad. Me and Jason, we your kids. You know what I'm saying? You're our dad. You come in the house every night at ten o'clock, wasted. Jason's older than me. He sees you throwing up, earling, all this shit. You know what I'm saying? He like, I ain't never gonna fucking drink. Right. But when I see you, you come in the room, you happy. You say, oh, give me kids, da, da, da. I, so I have a different perspective. We in the same household, mm-hmm. the exactly. same father. Exactly. We seeing the same thing, but we both seeing it differently. Yep. So I want to turn up because dad is turned up. You like, this nigga sick as hell. He about to be hungover in the morning, blah, that's nigga dumb as hell. So you never take a drink in your life, and I'm the party animal. That's how this shit can happen. But in my household, I didn't understand. I can understand relationships not working. You know what I'm saying? Because I got baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? None of them are independent. None of them get, they're single, but n- not one of them can look at me and say, oh, I'm independent. Yeah. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm here more than you would like me to be here in, in some cases. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't even want me here, but I'm here. Stop playing because these are my children. I made them, so I'm going to raise them. Point blank, period. 100%. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't have that example. I didn't have that to look at. And I grew up with one side of the story, and my mama was dogging my father. I didn't start liking this nigga till I was like 17 because all I was getting was one side of the story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then once I get older and I realize, okay, some relationships don't work out, but you still a whole ass nigga for leaving me at two years old. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I didn't have you. Nigga, I, I learned how to fight on my own. I learned how to fish and cut grass and, you know, put on the counter. I, I did that shit on my own. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Where, where the fuck were you? But my mother telling me how independent, she, it, it never fucking happened because she knew I need this motherfucker. Just because I don't have them, don't make me independent. Because guess what we had? We had fucking Focus Hope. We had the neighbor down the street to drop us off at daycare. We had other people. So you're interdependent than a motherfucker. You just don't have that other piece. So what I'm saying is a lot of women just don't have the other piece, and they're misconstruing that to be independence. When it's not, it's really something else. You just don't have what you need to succeed. Okay. And we have to change. To remedy that, we have to change 
our mindset towards sex and relationships, towards oh, children. Yeah, because, 100%. like I say, the st- my my whole thing is the fucking end game. The end game is the babies. Fuck which, adults. Which is why I don't have no children right now. Because. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have a baby it's a, mama. It's a lot to risk. You know it's what I'm saying? Like, I'm I like, mean, you never plan for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you wake up and say, you know what? I'm gonna have four baby mamas. No, I mean, sometimes, I'm, sometimes life fucking happens. Like, I'm extra careful. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm literally extra careful with some of the women that I, did, I choose to be with because, like, damn, nigga, I can, if I fuck up, nigga, the, the I'm stuck with this high. one. This, yeah, the stakes. I mean, are and high. I've seen it directly in my family when when that shit fuck up. Oh, how that relation? Like, it's fucked the fuck up. I, oh my goodness! And it's and it's it's scary to me. It yeah. real it, in real life it's scary because I've seen I have men in my family who have been went through the ringer with the shit and reverse. I have aunts in my uh, women in my family who got divorced and the nigga end up getting alimony and the nigga like I've seen this shit work both ways. I'm like, dog, this shit the stakes are so fucking high it, that I got to be very high. very I very think, selective. And I think we sometimes we. We confuse love and lust. We yeah. don't ask enough questions. We don't see enough. We don't digest enough about that person. You just see the physical. You see. Which is natural the, still. Yeah, which is very natural, but sometimes that physical will have you fucked up for 18, for 18 to 19 years. Love is the absolute number one dumbest reason to be with anybody. It's insane. It's literally, you, you are literally insane. It's, it, love is the number one dumbest fucking reason I can choose to marry someone Sleep with someone in it because I love you. Who gives a shit? Ike loved Tina, and I love Tina. T- Tina loved Ike, and love is conditional. People say that their love is unconditional. No love is thing. love is conditional no than a thing. motherfucker. What's the condition that you're gonna stop loving your children? That's no, the only no, pure no. love. I was just about to say that. That's, yeah, that's, the, that's the only pure love. That's the only. only that's the some, only unconditional I mean, love I have experienced if, if in one, my life. If one it's, of my, my children, if one of my kids was to hurt or some somehow. If one, if my son was to kill my daughter, then that would, you know, kill the relationship. If I find out but he molested his sister, that would kill the relationship. But you would probably still love your son. Some probably, somewhere, I probably wouldn't. Not if he molested my my daughter, I would. Like I, I mean, I said, and it was a couple years guy, ago. It, it, it was a news story. It was a news story about a guy who he found out his, his son because he found out he because was he found, you know what he killed. You like yo, you got to go. Like you out of here. You know what I'm saying? You, you violated your little sister. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like you can. But I, I remember that unconditional love is the, the children is the only unconditional love I have ever experienced in my life. My kids love me no matter if I got ten thousand or ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? They like nigga, daddy here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga, nigga, daddy taking me to the McDonald's or to the movies or that. I don't fuck with McDonald's. I'm just example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My fucking dad is helping me with my homework. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only unconditional love that I've ever experienced in my 34 years on this earth. I've never seen it. You know what I'm saying? And I and me, like most people, I don't have an example to follow of a successful relationship. The majority, that, and that's a fucking majority because 52 percent of marriages end in divorce. You know, I was so, blessed. So we don't have an example. You know what I'm saying? I was blessed to um to grow up in a household where I had a I had a wonderful example, you know what I'm saying, my mom and my father, right? And I, I say this before, like I've I have literally never seen anybody love another person as much as my father loved my mom. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And like all the trials and tribulations they went through in the later part, you know what I'm saying, of her life. Um I've seen it. Yeah, and I had that same example. I grew up in a you know two-parent household. I've seen it. I know my what it parents looks were like. together till my mother passed. I, I, I seen That's it. I know what it looks like. And until I, till I see it, like in in my in my actual life, in my day to day dating life, 
Everything else has been kind of. So that's your barometer, Absolutely. Jay. So that's your barometer. So you're using that as the touchstone for your fucking relationship. And what I'm saying is we need that. Absolutely. I Fuck agree. this. It, it, but, Jay said, Dang said, it takes a fucking village. So since knowing it takes a village, knowing what's out here, knowing the baby daddy, baby mama epidemic, knowing the single woman, knowing the independent shit is out here and the dead, the nigga bros over holes. That's the dumb. Like y'all niggas gay. Like, what, like what is that shit? That's a European. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and not, not, not. I'm not saying that as a jest. To like, that's that literally the the Greek, the Euro- Euro- yeah, the, yeah. literally the European shit. Yeah, exactly. So with all of these mind states out there, we need a better barometer. But I mean, I'll be honest. I had the barometer and still made a lot of fucked up decisions. That's a conscious choice that you have to ex- take. A con- oh and yeah, that's what yeah. I'm like I'm, that, that's what, that's when personal responsibility comes in. Well, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And 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 my thing is this. Black women cannot be so fragile that they're above reproach. When the fuck did that happen? No one can be re- no one can be critiqued because you had a baby with a whole ass nigga. We can't critique you now. You're above reproach. We can't. You're so fragile that we can't say anything to you. We can't correct you when you're wrong. How the fuck are we ever gonna get better if we can't cor- if we can't chastise each other? No one. You my, no group is above reproach. You my brother, bro. You my motherfucking brother. If you see me doing something bold as shit that's counterproductive to myself, my children, or my community, it's your obligation to check me on. I am my brother's keeper. Period. So we can't say, oh, we can do this shit with each other, but we can't say shit to the women. No. Hell no. You got to act like a queen if you want to be treated like a queen. So you have to, and you, it's coming from me. See, that's what I'm saying. Will Smith's IG is fucking popping right now. He he been saying some dope ass shit, right? He been saying shit people been saying. It's, it's just Will Smith. But it's, it's Will Smith. That's what I'm saying. It's Ray at the fucking gas station says exactly what Will says. It no one matter. would give a fuck. Man. So you have, my black women have to understand that I got black daughters. I had a single black mother. I got a black sister. I would never die on my black women. You the best fucking thing that God ever made on earth, point blank, period. God herself. You exa- you, have, you are the best. You are the fucking pinnacle. So I would never tear you down. So you have to understand that my critique is only coming from a place of love. You have to look at the fucking messenger. Don't get so offended by the message that you shoot the messenger. It's coming from your king, baby. Yeah. Somebody who, who, who want to put you back on your throne. But you got to be throne worthy. You know what I'm saying? And throne worthy ain't lowering your standards. It's making men in your life and the men around you rise to a higher plateau. So exactly. what would you say to to a young lady who all wrapped up in this man? Oh, this man loves me. Because in my heart, this is my heart of heart. This is my personal opinion. Uh, women are smart as fuck, highly educated, the most educated. Black women, highly educated, blah, blah, blah. When it comes to men in relationship, you're stupid as hell. Dumb as fuck. That's just how it is. In my this is my opinion. Bro, right? we gonna get some backlash for this shit. I'm just saying, because though. Like, but like, cause when love activates, like common sense and things that you would normally, oh do, shit, it make it make us men dumb as fuck too. For cause sure, cause like we, what, we be blinded to the bullshit that's right in front of. Us. Just how, how I'm saying that when it comes to love, and women are stupid. When a nigga got a dick on hard and he ready to have sex, he's stupid as fuck. Dumb as fuck. It's hard to stop a nigga like that. Like, cause and then well, as soon as you release, you go back to normal. Like, oh shit, what I just do? Right, that was stupid. But, but what I say this is, so a woman gets into it with a with a relationship with a man. She this man loves me, blah blah blah. He dips out. They have a baby. And she thinks it's the end of the world. Like, what motivation do you get that woman to say, listen, this is not the end of the world. You can I can't do this by myself. Well, no. You can, quote, unquote, do it by yourself to an extent. So some of the women out there who say, I'm an independent woman or whatnot, it's not necessarily to say, 
I I enjoy being independent. I enjoy being by myself. But if another woman comes in this same situation, like this, not the end of the world. Like you can still until that until the king comes along or whoever until you can fix the situation, you still gotta raise your son or daughter in a loving household. You still need a roof over their head. You still gotta try to invalue. I mean, instill certain values Absolutely. in your son, like you know, in your son or your daughter. Like so, it's not. It, it's not always that like I'm I'm gonna praise this shit, but at some point, look, this shit gonna continue to happen. Seventy two percent of women, I mean seventy two percent of kids is in a single family home, and most of them is women, right? Mm-hmm. So like, look, this shit ain't got to be the end of the world for you. See, but but that's the thing; it don't have to continue to happen. Yeah, it don't have to continue to happen because you go to Dearborn, it's not it's not the same. It's not seventy two percent. You go to Southwest, it's not seventy two percent. You know what I'm saying? You go to fucking 14 mile over there with all the agents, it's not 72%. So it don't have to keep happening. We have to stop believing that this shit is mutually exclusive, exclusive to us. It can, it can change, but we have to change. The Quran says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refused to change the condition of a people until they change what's in themselves. So we have to make better fucking decisions about love, about compatibility, about relationships, and then our children will suffer less. Because that's the fucking end game. It's the Im- is to raise the kids up. The image of love and relationship that you got in your head is probably what's the thing that's fucking you up. It it, could, it, it has no could fucking be. no it's a, it's no, no context to reality what, whatsoever. What you, what you feel your type is Maybe. probably might ain't ain't good for it. That's what's wrong, and, and that's that's what's wrong. It's a double edged sword. I, lo- I love up. steak, but I can't eat that shit every day, or I'm gonna die. You know what I'm saying? Like some I mean, some of the shit that you love and that you want just ain't no damn good. I for mean, it. I mean, in, in real shit, you know what I'm saying. All of us are on social media. We see. This shit that a lot of women in our age group post. Let's just be fucking real and talk about the reality around us and how to get that reality better. Because I don't give a fuck about treating the symptoms. I want to fix the fucking problem. How the fuck can we get our babies? 720 murders in Chicago. How many of them was Caucasian kids? How many of them was Asian kids? How many of them was Arab kids? Them black babies dying in the streets. Them was black fucking babies dying in the fucking streets. And we know for a fucking fact that the majority of those were in single-parent homes. This is the fucking numbers. That's what I want to change. That's what I want to remedy. Fuck how you feel about it. I don't give a fuck about people being mad at the truth. Let's deal with it. Whose responsibility is that? Ours. Both of ours. Because, like, so what as a man would allow you to have a child with somebody and dip off? You I, a hoe ass nigga. We not gonna change hoe ass niggas. But I, I got to though. I, but, but, I, and, 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 and this is how your standards change hoe ass niggas. Because the reality is, he ain't gonna be stuck with that baby. The numbers show that he not gonna be stuck with the baby. He gonna be off getting another baby mama across town or another your home girl. That's 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 the fucking reality. I so think, he, it's not gonna fall on him. The reality is always falling on the women. That's why they catching the backlash and all this bullshit. So the standards and the barometer, I'm always keep coming back to that, has to be higher. The standards for who have to be higher? For the women. It has to be fucking higher. You cannot give yourself to these hoe ass niggas. And guess what that's gonna do? The Darwin effect. It's gonna kill off the, all the hoe ass niggas. That was the, the that's the that's what the movie Chirac. Chirac yeah, the, exactly. The notion of you know, like I said, you can change anything about these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Stop fucking with them. Stop fucking with them. Because I know plenty of good dudes who can't buy a fucking date with a good woman. Plenty of them. Fuck yeah. I know plenty of them, bro. The dating pool is trash. You know what I'm saying? But then, but you keep, in every, or other, every three months I got to see this, this woman in love 
with another nigga that's the same fucking type as the last 17 niggas. Come on, man. If we doing something that's not working, you got to fucking change it. Whole ass niggas been around. Stop laying with them niggas. Get them niggas the fuck on. Make them niggas boss the fuck up. Like I say, you can't lay down with a man who you know got kids, but you never heard him talk about his kids. Never seen You've never seen his kids. You've never seen this nigga's house. I, I agree. You, you know what I'm saying? But this nigga got to get dropped off to you all the time. This not the nigga you should be laying with, baby. I agree. But I think that responsibility is shared. You know what I'm saying? Because I know for a fact, like, a nigga would tell a woman whatever he want until he get what he need. Oh, and for sure. And I will make sure that shit is foolproof and plain like... I'm not surprised you fell for the shit. Because I put, you know what I'm saying? I, sometimes I'm not surprised you fell for the shit because it looked fucking great on paper. <laughs> like it, lo- it, and looked it looks fucking, even better on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It looked fucking great. We got it. And do at better. some point, you know what I'm <laughs> we saying? Gotta do the fuck yeah. I know. I know. We but I'm just. Do better. We need more. I we got to stop falling for the finesse, man. I think as, 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 as men, for what we can do is raise our sons differently. Absolutely. Raise our children, you know not just our sons. Our Raise daughters our- need us just as much. Right, but see, that's what I'm saying. I have, con- that's what I do, bro. Yeah. Me and you, we talk. Me, and, you know what I'm saying? We 100%. talk. So we have these conversations. But the one time that I mention women, it's it's, it's a hands off. 180 comments, two day argument. I talk about the brothers all the time. What we should be doing? 100%. I'm 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 fucking showing every day. You know what I'm saying? I'm living this life. This say. Uh, K through 12, a black child or Hispanic child will only see one teacher that looks like them. That's why I'm trying to get in the classroom because that's where the fucking fight at. Yeah. I got police. I got homeboys that join the police force because that's where the fight at. Yeah. You're not going to see a cop that looks like you patrolling your hood. So you got to you can't run from the fight. We got to go to the fight. And the fight is in the classroom. Well, that's where I'm trying to get. That's where the fuck I'm getting. That's why I'm paying Naviant and all these motherfucking classes, getting all these degrees so I can get to our black babies. So I'm doing my part, and I'm talking to my bros. I don't associate with niggas that don't fuck with their kids. You can't be loyal to me if you're not loyal to your children. 100%. I don't hang with niggas that don't fuck with their kids, period. Why why am I fucking with you? If you can't be loyal to your child, how are you ever going to be loyal to me? You're scum on the earth. Point blank, period. So I can say all this to my brothers, and I can talk to my brothers, and we can chop it up. We can have seminars, all that shit. The one time. I never bash black women. You can't go nowhere and find anything that I said negative about black women. The one time I even mention you, it's a it's it's this. You can't be that fragile, ma. Babies is dying. I don't give a fuck about how sensitive you are. I care about that murder rate in Chicago. I care about them two hundred and seventy nine that was in Detroit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about how fragile or how emotional you are. I don't care. Let's fix what the fuck is wrong with our community, cause that's the fucking plan. Perfect. I don't man. know. Bang the gavel on that. No, one. No, Get no. a benediction. <laughs> uh, man, uh, this week, man, we got a little, a little, little change to who mans is this. <laughs> you know, because I'm so enthralled in the movie Black Panther, I got to change the name of who mans is this this week to um, is this your king? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let me go ahead and get to my uh, is this your king moment uh, of the week, man, because <laughs> this shit was it was mind boggling to me. Though. This shit was just funny, to be perfectly honest. Uh, let me go into uh, my shit. Actually, my phone is recorded right now, so I had to go. All right, here we go. Oh, man. oh grab that door. No, just just give her the Knicks. No, she need. She oh, needs, oh, oh, that's a that's a clean lady. Sorry, people. 
Yeah, just a little bit. All right, man. Who mans is this? Uh, AKA, is this your king? Uh, goes to Governor Rauner, who uh, drunk some. Uh, <laughs> so let me set the scene because this uh, he so got set up a little bit. He Here's a little bit of a setup. <laughs> he didn't know what he was walking into. He definitely didn't know what he was walking into. So uh, they talk about racial disparity in the workplace or whatever, and this guy. Tyrone, <laughs> he, he pours a, a, a tall glass of uh, a milk. You know what I'm saying? He say, "Was it almond milk?" Shouldn't you be know, fucking with that dairy. You know some dairy milk. Colonized. So anyway, he pull up, uh, pour up a, a glass of a milk, and uh, he say, "Talk about this diversity in the workplace." And he has some some chocolate syrup, and then he poured the chocolate syrup, and he was like, "But it's usually at the bottom." But then you got to stir some things up in order for it to come together. And I you bet know, you it's going to be some pastor using that shit this Sunday. I mean, I got, I mean, I, I, mean, I guess it was a cool little metaphor and shit. So he got the chocolate milk and shit. So he gives it to the governor rounder. And he looks at it. He's like, I'm not going to ask you to drink it. Like, no, I'll drink it. And he, he grabs the chocolate milk. He drinks it and says, hmm, tastes good. No, it's really, really good. Diversity. Like I, so, I guess like him drinking the chocolate milk means like, you know what I'm like it. Uh, Boy, Tyrone set like, you up for that one. Colonizers, is this your king? <laughs> <laughs> colonizers, is this your king? Fuck out of here, man! Oh my goodness! This is, is chocolate milk inherently black? Is that is that what it is? Is, is that some black shit? I don't, I don't think so. That's a way to sell old milk, though. It's. Yeah, I don't fuck with I don't fuck with milk. That's you know a way to sell milk that's past his day. They man, just who make manages this governor? <laughs> yeah, drinks chocolate milk to demonstrate his commitment to racial diversity. That's the name. Of, that's the the, the 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 headline. Man, listen, this goddamn shout di- out to Jarrell for sending that to me. <laughs> this diversity and this multicultural bullshit, man. Listen, man, stop it. Is this your king? <laughs> <laughs> man. So, yo, my music pick of the week, keeping with the theme of our episode, is by. Ra- a rapper that might end up being on a list of rappers we believed in when we when we revisit this. But I'm going to give him a shot. Dave East dropped a song called Peter Pan, which is pretty much about you grown, grown-ass kids. You know, about you so-called men that never grow up. Mm-hmm. It's a head knocker. I liked it. Good song, good production. I feel like Dave East has all the moving parts to be a credible rapper. What's the moving parts he possess? <laughs> He, ha- he has lyrical ability. He has a good flow and delivery. Like he you. got the Nas cosign. Like it could, it could work for him, or it could continue to go how it has been. Who has the Nas cosign work for? I want to say Boldy. Quan. <laughs> I want to say Boldy because he's from the city. He's still putting out. Been on, been, I love Boldy James. I love I love Boldy, and I will and not diss a nigga from Detroit. I won't do it. We don't do this in the Detroit. Niggas. No, he been signed to Massville for five years though. I'm ready for him. To, I'm ready for them to put that major push behind him though. Because I listened to both his projects. That, matter of fact, it's Trapper's on the, Alley. Matter of fact, it's on the wall right mountain now. Mountain climbing. Uh, the art of rock, mountain climbing and shit. So it's on the wall up in here right now and shit. So I'm, I'm not going to front. My man at work told me like it's like just like a part of our culture to put Nas in the top five. I love Nas. He's like one he of said my, it's, 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 it's Nas has it, made it, a lot of missteps in his career. Yeah, he's saying like out. he's like you like you you, tell <laughs> you out, have man. to put him in hey, there. Hey, my but, nigga. No, no, talking about. Yeah, man. He had a good argument. So what? As as my man said, words mean something. <laughs> and you just said something. You said Nas has made a lot of missteps in his career. Name me three. Nostradamus. 
Nostradamus was definitely one. <laughs> didn't you? T- didn't I tell you that was my least Nas favorite album? And you always say I like that album. I you you don't have me on record ever saying that shit. So you want to play the game? You want to play a game called Swear to God? Swear to God! Nigga, you're a goddamn <laughs> lie. You there's there's nothing that you had to back that up. Oh, because I don't got it on tape. <laughs> Name me the conversation. Well, like when? All right, when? All right, man. Play that game. All right, <laughs> Nostradamus. What else? Nostradamus was trash. I feel like uh, this is kind. Of, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm stay away from that one because it's it's lightweight, controversial. When Nas is really just living off the strength of Illmatic. How? I am. I am was it was dope. good. I am. It I- was written. I am Steelmatic. That's my favorite album of all time. Yeah, like that's I got, your favorite Nas album of all time, or just album period? Album period. That is my favorite album. That's period. That's a bold statement, there, Jay. Takeover was still better than Ether. It was not. He lost. <laughs> He's acknowledged the L. It was. Takeover was better than Ether. Takeover was one verse to Nas, and a bunch of verses to everybody else. It was not better. That's all. He Takeover needed. was better than Ether, and then you let Jay sun you and end up signing with him later. Sum me how? On takeover. Nigga, I won the battle. Like, it's not, like, nigga, it is not, it's not a debate. Like, he lost. Look, man. He's acknowledged his L. You you asked for three off the top of my head, done my first three. Now, if you want to debate this next week, I have a list of more topics. I can give you all the, all right, so listen, you bring, next week, you bring your list of L's for, for for Nas, Nas. and I'll bring a list of L's for Jay. And I bet you I have more. And, and Jay-Z Because you have a broader career to, to critique. Not That's even. why they created the last damn near the last it, but uh, the amount <laughs> that, of content and is different. It's, it's it's not and the amount you know what I'm saying. You're the not gonna sit. Fan. You're not you gonna could, sit you, here. You could talk about Jade fucking outfits. You know what I'm saying. You're not gonna sit here and tell me that you feel like Nas is a has had a better career than Jay Z. Absolutely, I don't, you're I don't, not. I don't, going, I don't believe you, you are say not that, going. Jason. Let's play. Let's that, play a game it? called Swear to God that Nas has had a better career than Jay Z. Was that Swear to God? Was that the question? That is the question. No, the question was. That's my question. No, what you ma- you made a false <laughs> statement saying he had a whole bunch of missteps in his career. And I oh. said, name them to me. And you said Ether. I gave you three. You said Ether. You, you know, matter of fact, you said Takeover, which is not even a, a song from Nas as his misstep. Takeover is better than Ether. All right, you and, and Marv One is the only niggas who agree with that shit. And, and Tariq. And look, how, and look how smart me and Marv One are. <laughs> I'll be back next I, week with my list. You about to make me shade it. It ain't got nothing to do with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be back next week with my list. All I'm just saying is words mean something, and you, you just made a, you made a ball face slide. No, but, I didn't. Uh, definitely matter. <laughs> wait, wait till next week. We'll debate this out. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle album again. I'm still listening this a week later. This shit is great. Victory oh. Lab is incredible. Man, listen, Fucking Nipsey, I, I was just listening to that goddamn interview, man. The brother is... If he there with it, man. if Victory Lap does not motivate you, you're dead. Plain and simple. He there with it, man. On on, on multi levels. Um, all right, Trick Man. How can people reach you, man? Uh, call underscore me underscore Tarek underscore on Instagram. Tarek Aha T A R I Q A H A D on Facebook, or you know what I'm saying you can just call a nigga something like that. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, y'all need me for any of them speaking engagements. Holla at your boy, man. I got you for, for sure. sure. Dame going wild, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat for the time being. That update is killing me. I just um, don't like it no more. Uh, Kylie Jenner tweeted out, like, am I the only person that don't go into uh, Snapchat anymore? And they lost, like, um, their stock fell 6%, and they lost, like, a, almost a billion dollars or something. It was, it was retarded. Amount yeah, money. it just off fell one, off today. Off one, t- off one tweet. That's crazy. Uh, Jay Johnson 313 on Instagram and Twitter. Follow Shop Talk Podcast and... 
Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Hit the website, shoptalkpod.com. And like we say every week, I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dame. Peace. Peace. You got emotional about it.